0: Hey everyone, welcome to Unlikely to Apologize. I'm one of your hosts, Nikki,
1: and I'm Heather.
0: And welcome to our day off. <laughs> it
1: is. It is a day off, but it's not a day
0: off, right? We're still kind of. This is. Oh, you know what they say. If you love what you do, you won't feel like you're working. I don't feel like I'm working, but my time feels like.
1: I'm busy. <laughs> we are very busy today. We've yeah. got a lot to do. So I was very thankful for a day off from our uh, day jobs.
0: Yeah. So here we are. Yes. Um, it's Monday. So what did you do this weekend? So it's John's birthday weekend. So Friday night, we went to go see Cody Johnson. Oh, I'm jealous. I love him. And it's of brilliant. course, I made my way all the way to the front. I'm surprised. Yeah. You know, it's not a concert if I'm not right up front. Uh, Saturday, uh, John's best friend, um, invited us out to Coda for, I don't really know what it was, lap battle, maybe? So we went there, because he went, Coda, Circuit
1: of the Americas? Yeah. Okay.
0: And I got to drift for the first time. I paid $20 for somebody <laughs> to spin me around in a car, and it was a Corvette. i was very excited about that. Oh, that was fun. Yesterday, I literally laid in bed and did nothing. Like, nothing. Uh, like, I don't even think I put a bra on. That's amazing. Yeah. How about you?
1: Uh Friday, we didn't do anything. Um, we were supposed to go to dinner with my dad for his birthday, but Gavin wasn't feeling well. So we were told not to come. <laughs> um, so we actually did dinner with them last night, which was nice. nice. Um, and then Saturday, Shane coaches all the flag football teams. So he did that. Um, and then Saturday night, we just ordered in and watched... Um, pirates of the caribbean Ooh. caribbean caribbean i don't know how you say, I say it. caribbean um gavin had never seen it and mm-hmm. when we went to disney in december we rode the ride mm-hmm. um and so we wanted to watch it and so we watched the first one and then we went to bed at like nine o'clock <laughs> um totally yesterday i did five loads of laundry picked up my house and then gavin had baseball practice and then dinner with my family
0: nice that was laundry. I did all my laundry this morning. I was like, "You were coming over." I was like, "I guess I'll get up and do it." I did not work out this morning. Oh me was either. Intention. That <laughs> was my intention too. <laughs> it's talking about that's the subject of intentional the week, time. Intentional time. Um, and I totally boycotted my idea because I was like, "Oh, just a little
1: bit longer. I did the exact same thing, which is funny because last night you texted me. Uh, that you were going to work out to come over after 10.30 and then this morning I was laying in bed and you texted me that you didn't work out mm-hmm. and I was like, same. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's so weird because there are moments where like I'm all gung-ho and I'm going to get up and I do it and then there's times where I'm just like no. And I was talking to John this morning and I was like, I think I don't get hung over the day after. I think I'm the second, the day. second day. Like I could have gotten up and done stuff yesterday. I, I legitimately chose not to. Mm-hmm. But like Today, I could not get out of bed. I didn't have to work, right? So normally they yeah. say, like, if you have to work. But, like, I could not get out of bed. So I'm trying to figure out why that is. I mean, and I know we're going to be talking um, this afternoon with Corinne. And I'm like, I oh, know the cycle know. has to do with it, too. Because yes. I also noticed that I do not have motivation to work out probably about one week out of the month.
1: Well, and I've worked with Corinne. Um, in her groups. And I know one thing she's going to tell you is when you're on your period, like the week of the period, your period, you are not supposed to work out. Yeah. See, I mean, I don't get a period, but I still have a cycle. You still have a cycle. I mean, so there's, like, yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out.
0: That's a whole, that's a whole other topic for another day. Yes. No, um,
1: she's going to be good. But, um, which I feel like kind of leading into that, what we're talking about today is kind of reflecting back on last week's episode with Tish about coping mechanisms and intentional time for yourself mm-hmm. and choosing to be intentional,
0: yeah, and choosing to take care of yourself. Yeah, you know, I think it's—I think the biggest thing is that I took away from her was you know coping skills. If we're taught something,
1: you know, when we're
0: when we're little girls, we're actually taught to like be a good little girl, don't.
1: But what does that even mean? Yeah. Like, be a good little girl. What does that even mean? Yeah, like, I, mean, I know for for boys, they're t- right, don't cry. Mm-hmm. I'll give you something to cry about. I mean, but my dad used to
0: say that to me too. So okay. I was I was brought up to be a good little girl, but also like. Don't cry. I'll give Don't, you something to cry yeah, out. I've yeah. heard that before when I was yeah. little. Yeah, my dad was very much, and not so much with my sister. I mean, he was with my sister. My sister is a little bit more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, my mom explained that if you just looked at her wrong, she would cry. So my dad would be <laughs> very easy, not very easy, be easier on her. Um, See, I was the
1: emotional one, mm-hmm. and my older sister. Maybe it's the older sister thing because my older sister Christina. I feel like. Was she's much m- more tough and less emotional and whatnot yeah. than I am? Mm-hmm. Um, that, I so maybe that's, that's something to do with first.
0: Right. My like mom always explains child. it. Like, Danielle was very emotional, and she tells me that I don't have emotions. Which is, I mean, we've <laughs> talked about. I mean, that's a weird thing to say to somebody. But how many times have I said, "I'm like, I just don't." It's not that I don't feel things, because I you I, just don't show them. I think that's more so it, or I, or I overanalyze why it's happening. Therefore, I can't. Accept, or I don't know, it's a really weird process in my head. Um, but, anyways, as we were talking about, like, be this good little girl, you know, be this people pleaser, take care of people, make sure you're respected, make sure like we're taught to kind of don't burden other people with your problems. At least in my house, at least my house, like, my mom is very much, I don't want anybody to know our business, so like, everything's quiet. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of gossiping, but that's a a whole other thing, but like. It's very much keep to yourself. And I think that's where I come in. Like, I'm very yeah. much, I mean, how often have you ever heard me call you up and go, I need help?
1: Whereas I call you every other day with a new problem, <laughs> having an emotional breakdown, mm-hmm. because I'm the exact opposite. I wear all of my feelings on my face, my sleeve, like everywhere. Yeah. Um, I'll tell whoever is standing anywhere near me all my problems. <laughs> um, you I are just bathroom talkers, right? <laughs> I just don't keep, I don't know. I've just always been very, just, I'm very open. I mm-hmm. don't keep, for the most part, I mean, there are certain parts of my life where I'm not going to talk about them, um, but if it affects me and only me all, all day long, right. but if there's somebody else involved, like, like, you know, I keep things to myself, but for the most part, I'm the exact opposite of yes. you where I'm like, I'm going to burden you with everything
0: <laughs> And that I, I can. I know. And I hate to say the word burden because it's not right. I just think I don't know how to put it. I just think that there's a privacy level to it, and I think it's for me. Sometimes I'm like, all right, I need to be this strong person, right? I don't want people to see that I'm struggling. I don't want people to see, you know, yeah. I'm suffering. Get my shit together. So, like, when when I'm having these moments, or you know, people want to talk to me or get into coping mechanisms or coping skills, my first thing when I'm having what I would consider to be, I'll just call it an episode where I'm getting upset or I'm feeling stressed. My first thing to do is, that, what is it? Yeah. Figure it out. Is it work? Is it something somebody said? Is it, am I not, take, did I work out? Like, I play all these things in my head because I know how, I feel like I've gotten to a point in my life where I know how to take care of myself. And if I'm having these moments where, or these, I'll call them manic moments, because that's what they feel like to me, where I'm just in my head and everything's going fast forward i have to take a breather and go, okay, what is it? Yeah. And instead of calling somebody and going, hey, I'm feeling this way, I would rather sit with my shit.
1: See, and maybe that's why we're so different is because I don't feel like, and I've told you over the years that I have the tools, but I'm not using them. But maybe I don't have the right tools for me to cope. Right. And so when something happens in my life, That, um, trigger something inside of me where I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling emotional or I'm upset. I legitimately don't know what to do Mm -hmm. and how to cope. And so I call people and depending, and what I've learned now is depending on what kind of coddling I feel like I need will depend on who I call. Right. That
0: makes sense. If I need the tough
1: love, I come to you. (laughs) If I need to be coddled and like, you're right. And I go to my family. Right. And, but I don't have the actual tools to cope on my own. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe that's why, cause you do, mm-hmm. or you've learned yourself enough that you kind of can do it. Whereas I can't. Yeah. And I think
0: that one of the things that comes up with yours is, and we've talked about this many times, but I refer to my moments as manic moments. Mm-hmm. You also have those. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> like you will. There are some times where you, you'll come to me and I'm like, she is losing her shit. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to let her. And I think we've talked about it. Yeah. This, I'm going to let you have that moment. And then you'll come back to me because you finally take the time and go, "Oh shit!" Yeah. You know, so you, I, was, I think it's that reactive moment, which we oh. talked about in <laughs>
1: self-love. Moment. When we talked to, okay, so talking about like the reactive moments. So after we talked to Michelle,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which she's another great. Nice. Oh, I can't even um, begin to tell you how. Amazing but that woman she is. said something that she said, "I'm not crazy. I react crazy." Mm-hmm. And I told Shane that <laughs> Michelle said. I don't act crazy. I react crazy. And
0: that's
1: fair. Oh man. <laughs> Has he been using that? <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> and he says, true. he says, you're not crazy, Heather, but you're reacting crazy. Right. And honestly, I feel like maybe that could have been the most helpful thing. Right. That that tool, right, now that I've given it to my husband. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, he says it in like kind of a way, but it doesn't upset me. It's kind of like it makes me take a step back and be like, holy crap. Because I'm being reactive right now.
0: And, and and I think that's a key thing. Like one of the things that John and I used to do when I was on, but, and again, we'll talk about this another time, but I was on different forms of birth control in the way that my hormones were back. Mm-hmm. I would have these absurd, crazy moments to the point where he would have to like grab my hands. Look, like, you are acting crazy right yeah. now. And that would be my key because I'm not a crazy person. Yeah, John would not have married a crazy person. See, Shane wouldn't have either. <laughs> but I
1: feel like... When, when you say to somebody, you're being crazy, like that would just upset me it's more. But so I feel like yeah. though, for him to, to use that and say, you're not crazy, you're acting crazy mm-hmm. or you're reacting crazy. I can actually appreciate that and be like, holy crap, you're right. I am acting crazy, right, you're not but trying- I'm not right. You're not telling. You're not taking yes. it as personal. Not personal right. It's not personal. You're not calling me crazy anymore. You're just calling my, my actions are yeah. crazy actually yes, they that's, are.
0: that's I think that's perfect. I think kudos to Shane for and kudos for
1: you if you're listening to it and you're taking the moment back. Um, <laughs> because we'll get more into that though because yeah, that's a different a whole a different, different episode, episode, but I just we were talking about it and I just right. you said reactive and I was like, oh, I have to share no that. that's
0: that's good. So when I was at the firm, I had you know how my life was there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was probably the first time in my life where I did where my coping skills weren't helping me. I could not get myself to a place where I could handle, you know, the stressors that were there. And one of the things that I've learned from, from being in that situation was I had to remove the stressor,
1: which is a common theme we're getting from a lot of the women that we're talking to is when you're going through that, you have,
0: yeah, like, Looking back at it now, I kept making up excuses on mm-hmm. my, it was my fault. Like it was, you're not doing this right. You're not doing this. right. And I never, looking back at it now, I never turned around and go, you're not taking care of yourself, which is why you are having these issues, we, which is yeah. why you can't sleep, which is why, you know, I mean, I put, forced myself into pretty much another surgery that I probably didn't need if I was handling, managing my stress better.
1: Well, that goes into what Tish was talking about with the intentional time for yourself right. and creating intentional time for yourself and being intentional with how you spend your time right, and how you're choosing to use or learn coping mechanisms.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And I got to a point where that was just so consuming that mm-hmm. I couldn't take, I couldn't take my tool bag and go, okay, you know what? You're going to work out today. Or you know what? Why don't you, I think the biggest, so the biggest thing for me is working out with food. Same. I notice a huge difference even with the situation with my terrible client that I dealt with last year the days that I worked out I was better mentally to mm-hmm. and mentally prepared to deal with them than the days that I did the days that I did I was very over reactive I was very animated and you know almost drama oriented and I would go to my manager I'm like I didn't work out today I, I I would say I'm sorry sorry I didn't work out today I'm sorry I'm freaking out um even though we, we talked we're not gonna do it anymore but I I did what I wasn't apologizing to him. I was almost apologizing to myself. Yourself. Like you didn't prepare yourself for today. You knew you were going to spend four hours with these people. You should have worked out this morning. Right. So that's my. Those are my. Those are my two big things. If I eat like shit and I don't work out, even if it's just going for a walk, if I just take the dogs for a walk. Well, that's
1: what Tish says, right? Just take a walk. Yeah. By yourself. Mm-hmm. To like, that's a tool that you can use. Right.
0: So would you? What do you consider your intentional time for yourself?
1: Oh, I don't have any. Um, And interestingly enough, we kind of just talked about it before we started recording, but I don't really want to get into all of that. Um, But I don't. So since my son was born almost 11 years ago, I don't really um, take time for myself. I don't think I have consumed my life with my son and my husband and work. Um, and so that's a great question because I mean, I work out, but I work out in a rush of like, it's not enjoyable as it used to be because I feel like, oh shit, I didn't work out this morning because I didn't have time before work. So now I have to try and squeeze something in after work, but before I make dinner. Right. And so it's not, which I loved, like, I love working out. I love lifting weights. I love Pilates. But it hasn't been something that I enjoy Mm -hmm. recently because I feel like I'm trying to rush it or I feel guilty when I'm not home. So if I'm going to go to a Pilates class at 630 at night, Mm -hmm. that's time away from my husband and my kid that Mm -hmm. I don't have very much of because of work and football and baseball and all of the things. And so um, I don't really... I mean, I, I guess honestly, right now the only thing that I do for myself is this podcast.
0: That's fair. I mean, I mean, we, it's yeah. Um, there was a a part in the retreat that I did one of Tisha's retreats where we kind of sat around, and a lot of the stuff is supposed to be, you know, I'm not supposed to talk about people mm-hmm. sharing stories or whatever. Um, but one of the things we kind of sat in a circle and we had time to kind of just. The, the theme was curiosity mm-hmm. and you, you kind of voice what you were curious about. And one woman was talking about, I forget how she phrased it, but she was talking about, you know, how she could find time for herself again and curious about finding herself again. That's how she phrased it. See, because she had okay. raised her kids, mm-hmm. her kids are going on and she has spent this whole time just being their mom. Yeah, And now she was curious to find herself and she got. She got a little emotional and she said something that I was like, huh, I kind of get those moments too. Where she was like, even coming today, I felt guilty. Yeah. And I turned around and I said, Isn't that weird? I was like, I don't have kids. My husband never makes me feel guilty. But I turned to him this morning and said, Are you okay with me going today?
1: It's so weird because yes, no. And he turns me because Nick,
0: I don't care. You know this. Yes, that is your own thing. I was like, I know. Because in my mind I had the same thoughts all throughout the week he's working late or I'm working late or we're doing podcast stuff. Saturdays has kind of turned
1: into our thing. And now I'm leaving the Saturday, but that's our own. It's our own guilt. It has nothing to do with anything that anybody is putting right. on us. Well, for the most part, I don't know everybody's situation, but I know like my husband is very supportive. And if I wanted to go to Pilates every single night, mm-hmm. he would be home and he'd finish his work day from home and he would let me do that. But when he gets home and Gavin's home, I'm just like, I just want to be here with my family right. and, I mean, part of it is Gavin's going to start middle school next year and I'm just feeling all of the things. But I I mean, in my opinion, intentional time for yourself would be anything that you do that makes you feel good, whether it be journaling, meditating, working out, um, doing a podcast, writing, like anything that makes you feel whole or makes you feel happy or makes you feel good, I think is... Is that's what I would define intentional time for yourself, right? And I know a lot of people have.
0: I mean, they have different.
1: So, what would you? What would yours be then? Like, how do you spend intentional time on yourself or so for yourself? I'm. I
0: think my biggest thing is getting up and working out. So my thing is different than than yours with it. Like, I, you used. I know you used to love it, and I I have seen in you lately that you're like, all right, I just got to squeeze this in. I. I'm. I don't have. I mean, I have talked about if I don't do it, I feel guilty. Like, I have all these things. But, like, that for me is 100%. That is my time away from my husband. I intentionally set – I have it on my work calendar mm-hmm. so nobody puts a meeting on. That, to me, is an intentional yes. space or uh, time for myself because I'm putting it on there. The other thing I, I – I, <laughs> the other thing that I do um, intentionally, too, is, like, if I have – a like busy day of meetings or whatever, I will put little fifteen minute spots on my calendar oh. so nobody bothers me, and that'll be the time that I take the dogs for a walk. That'll be a time that I sit out. To, I'll sit outside for just 10, 15
1: oh, that's minutes, amazing
0: to get myself just vitamin D. Right, um, but these are things that I've You're doing now. I've taught myself to do because again, I'm being in stressful situations and knowing how my body can't cope and understanding. It's almost like I'm working proactively. Like, right. I know I have a bad day coming. It's coming. Right. be it, yes. always, it always happens. One, it's going to happen. So I try to get myself built, or or um,
1: which are also your coping mechanisms, right? The way yeah. you're spending your intentional time for yourself is how you mm-hmm. cope or prevent having right to so have I, to cope later.
0: Yeah. So here's the thing. Now, how is that? Is that good? <laughs> like, is it is it bad? Because I'm not actually meditating or
1: journaling. I'm not. I think that a, a coping mechanism or I mean honestly I, I kind of feel like they're intentional time for yourself and coping mechanisms can kind of be the same thing the right. way you know depending on how you look at it but I I feel like everybody is different and it's just like with a way of eating or working out like not everybody is going to have the same reaction to different things mm-hmm. right so like I don't really know how I feel about yoga, meditating, like that kind of thing. I love journaling. I don't really journal anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it's, it's anything that makes you feel good in a positive way that's healthy. Right. So like there are also negative coping mechanisms. Ooh. And <laughs> I have been very vocal. Um, I feel like on the podcast, but also on my social media, um, going through infertility, IVF, Um, for the last few years that I learned to cope with shopping and eating. So I buy things to make me feel happy and I eat things to make me feel happy. Right. But listening to Tish say, it's not about the food. So powerful. Has, I mean, since we've had that conversation with her, I seriously have just, it's just in my head now and I can't get it out. Like that. It's not about the food that you're using that food to fill a void. Mm -hmm. What's the void you're trying to fill. And it's the same thing with shopping and buying things, right? Like I'm not, I've got a whole room of crap now that I'm trying to donate (laughs) off to Goodwill (laughs) because I don't, I don't need it. I didn't use it. I don't really want it, but it filled a void in the moment that it's like, okay, so now I've got these, You know, these negative coping mechanisms of eating and shopping that I'm trying to, I don't know if I want to say backtrack, but I'm trying to correct. Right. And so just to have that thought that like, it's not about the food. It's not about the thing I'm buying. There's something deeper going on. How are you going to, how are you going to fix it?
0: My oh my, negative one—it's so bad. Um, I do want to just say because I've, I've been—I've been trying to—I wanted to try to remember it. There is a quote from Legally Blonde with Reese Witherspoon. I love that movie, and she goes. Um, it's about her sorority sister doesn't like kill her, like she's defending her sorority sister, mm-hmm. and she said, "Um, what was her name?" Uh. Now I lost it. But she said something along the lines of endorphins make you. Oh, yes. When you work out, you get endorphins. Endorphins make you happy and happy people don't kill their husbands. That is literally me. So like if I'm having, that's why I think that's my biggest coping mechanism because I do believe in the science of endorphins and how my brain changes. Yes. But (laughs) my negative one, I'm a drinker. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to say it. I I won't call myself an alcoholic because I'm not an alcoholic. I'm a high-functioning person. Yeah. Um, But there are times where I'm like, okay, I had a bad day. And this is probably more recent than when I was younger because I would never drink during the week. It was also – I would only drink Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm -hmm. Sunday is off limits. But when the whole pandemic happened – Oh, we all – It was just April. I didn't get back into that schedule. Now I'm starting to know if I have a bad day – I want a glass of wine. Whereas before, I wouldn't touch it because A, it was worried about calories. It was the biggest thing. I would not drink during the, during the week because of calories. And it's just when I drink, I smoke. Yeah. So that's the other thing. I won't smoke during the week. But if I have a drink or I'm in some type of social setting, I'll start smoking. This is something that I have acknowledged, but I haven't fixed yet. And I the reason it's not fixed yet is A, I really enjoy this. Wine is my favorite. Right. It's and it's hard. That's the hard thing too. I it's hard to give up something bad for you when it's also Well, when you also enjoy it.
1: But one glass of wine mm-hmm. isn't bad. No. It's my mindset. If I open the bottle, I'm probably not gonna drink it tomorrow and then I'm I just dumped out a whole bottle not of wine. We'll
0: drink two bottles
1: of wine on a Tuesday night. Well, my theory, this is probably not good either to say, but like if I open a bottle of wine. I'm opening it with the intention that it's going to be finished. Because mm-hmm. like I said, I opened it on Friday. I had a glass of wine and corked it. And I just dumped it out because now it's gone bad. Oh, so no, you know, John and I woke up so, to So Shane wasn't drinking wine. He was drinking, he either had beer or whiskey. No, but like i finish
0: a, a bottle of wine and so, I would get in my car, go up to the gas station, get another bottle of wine for us to have another bottle of
1: wine. Right. But <laughs> one glass of wine isn't right. the, it's. But I don't have one. What I do don't either. <laughs> So maybe we're functioning alcoholics. I mean, but I, like I said, I don't, I, I don't drink very often, but I, 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 I eat and that's why yeah. I'm overweight. And that's why I still can't struggle to lose the weight because I'm not, I'm not happy. I'm not in a place where right. I'm like mentally. So I'm still using the coping mechanism <clears throat> of eating You're to fill own. the void. So now you need to start with
0: a new one. So. I want to challenge you. Oh okay, gosh. I'm just, just going to be the queen. of challenge. You are. Um, and then instead of doing something, cause you, what's one thing you said is like that, what Michelle said to you, right. About the, you're having a, you're reacting crazy or with tissue. It's not about the food mm-hmm. when you're about to do something. If you're consciously aware that you're about to do something, that's going to be maybe bad for you. Maybe just say, is this something, am I creating an intentional space for myself? Like, try to ask yourself, is this helping me? So that is one thing I've learned That's to a really myself, good question to ask myself. Is,
1: if I do this right now, will I feel better? And if you say, no. if you have a no. It will be because I'm not, I'm, I'm binge eating to right. fill an emotional void. And then what follows that is,
0: beat I, up I beat
1: myself up. I mm-hmm. feel terrible. I'm still overweight. I hate my body. Like, all of these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, on Friday, it's just a.
0: Friday, I did not want to work out. Like I just didn't. And I was texting one of my best friends and I was like, I'm not going to regret
1: going. No, away. what is it? What's that? you only regret the workout you did not do. Yeah. And not I the went, one you did. And
0: I felt amazing. Yes. i like, why do I play with myself the way this? So this week, that's your challenge.
1: So that's what I need to do is I need to, I need to make, cause I, like I said, I used to love working out. I would go and do, I mean, obviously things are, have changed with the pandemic and stuff, but I would go to the gym. I would take a class, like mm-hmm. spinning, like all of that stuff. Um, Pilates, but I just don't because I feel guilty for leaving my house, and I feel like I'm. Yeah, so let's
0: start. Let's rephrase that with the with the guilt thing, because I truly believe that if you are not your best self and you don't take care of yourself, you cannot take care of anybody else in your. Well, no, and that
1: my whole house sees it, and my whole house feels it. You
0: are a mess. Same thing. When I'm a mess. This house is a mess. Yes, right. If I am not intentionally taking time for myself, I'm not taking care of myself. It shows. No, it's, in all yes. other aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm a firm believer that you cannot take you cannot take care of others truly and fully right until you have taken care of yourself right. And nobody deserves the best self other than you, and
1: then you can give that to other people. But you need to take you need
0: to be your Find a way to get to that, that
1: place. Yeah, so I need to be intentional. Yes, with my time. Yes, and fill my "quote unquote" hot pink tool bag <laughs> with the tool. Right, because like, I've told you, like I have tools, but clearly I don't have the right tools because I'm I not say, doing them. Maybe she's
0: them. not having the
1: right tools. So maybe it's reevaluating
0: or what? Or what if it's you're not applying the tools correctly?
1: Well, I'm not applying the tools at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right, <laughs> so there's
0: that. I mean, somebody to take
1: a hammer and jam it in the back end of right. That that's and what and I'm saying is, if I've got a tool bag, which mine is is pink, <laughs> um, it's full of tools, but it's not full of any tools that I'm using, which makes me think I need to dump them to right. Goodwill and refill yeah. it.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's good. And with that being said. I gave you your challenges. I will do it. That'll be a new tool for your now empty tool bag.
1: I dumped it out. It's (laughs) gone. Goodwill has all my old tools.
0: (laughs) All right. So thanks for joining us this week. Um, As always, if you like us, please leave us a review. We love a review.
1: (laughs) Yes. Leave us reviews on iTunes, please. That is the only way for us to build a community on iTunes for other people to find us.
0: Um, As always, if, you have any questions or you want to comment leave us comments on instagram or slide into our DMs. as heather says you can find us at unlikely to apologize podcast on instagram you can also find us on our personal ones i'm nikki cams
1: i am heather lynn flores
0: and as always you can send us an email at hello at unlikely to apologize.com
1: and with that guys
0: we will talk to you later
1: have a great day Bye. bye